0: you can do all things and we ask you to touch each one according to their needs we ask for our missionaries that you meet their needs as they serve you we pray for our country we pray for the weather victims and, and order just so much in our country that you just need to take care of and only you can do it we ask you to do so bless you tonight now as we study our word together in jesus name we pray Amen. I was just uh, talking to Mary there just for church about praying for somebody, and uh, it's strange how people think about prayer. Because I asked uh, one man uh, to pray for somebody who was sick. He said, Well, he said, Tell you the truth, preacher, my daughter is uh, sick right now, and I got my plate full praying we'll pray for her. Like God can't cover the whole place, you know. You can only cover one case at a time. I'm glad we got a bigger God now, ain't you? We can ask God to take care of all of these, and He'll do it. Tonight, if you would please turn your Bible. I'm going to start in Revelation uh, chapter 20. Revelation chapter 20. Before I go there, I want to give you uh, what I found in the Bible is life's purpose. Number one, according to Joshua 24 verse 15, it is to do the service of the Lord, number one. Now I want to give you these for a reason. The last purpose is to serve God, number one. Number two is to Matthew six verse thirty-three says it's to seek God's kingdom. Number three in John four verse thirty-four is doing the Father's will, and in John seventeen verse four is finish the divine task at hand. And then it's completing the course joyfully, Acts 20:24, 20, 24 And it's attaining Christ likeness, Philippians 3, verse 13 and 14. Now what I want to talk to you about tonight is the devil and Satan. And what I just read you now, according to the Bible and reading and studying the Bible, that's what we're here for, those six things. The devil is trying to keep us from it. And I want you to notice something. When we talk about the devil or Satan, number one, who is he? Number two, where is he now? Number three, what is he doing now? Number four, what is his future? Now, Revelation 20, verse 1. I saw an angel come down from heaven, Having the key of the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. And he laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil and Satan, and bound him a thousand years and cast him in the bottomless pit and shut him up and set a seal upon him that he should deceive the nation no more till the thousand years should be fulfilled. And after that he must be loosed a little season. Now, number one, who is the devil? Many people deny that Satan even exists. But he's real. Some say he's just a principle of evil. But he's a person according to the Bible. In 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. Notice some words that's in that verse that makes it plain that he's a person. Number one, he walketh. Two, he roareth. And he is chained. As no principle can do that. That takes a person. He's mentioned 174 times in the Bible by name, by many names, such as Satan, Devil, Belzebub. Belial, adversary, dragon, that old serpent. And he's got all kind of names in the Bible, but they all center around one person, and that's the devil. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 2 says, he is the prince of the power of the air. And Second Corinthians 4.4 4 says, he is the God of this world. So he's alive and he's busy. Now, number one, We know who He is. Number two, where did He come from? Now, He is a created being. God made Him. He was the anointed cherub that covered. He was the guarding or protector of the throne of God. He was perfect in all His ways until iniquity was found in Him or sin was found in Him. He was Lucifer, the son of the morning. Now, according to Isaiah 14, verses 12 through 15, gives the whole story of where he came from. Now, he came out of heaven. He was the number one angel, if you could put it that way, in heaven. And he said, I will, with God's will, and God cast him out because of sin. Now, the third question is, where is he today? Where is he doing? Where is he right now? Now, most people think Satan and his angels are imprisoned in hell. But he's not. Satan and his angels are at liberty on this earth right now. Satan is a king and he has a kingdom. Turn me into Matthew now, chapter 12. Matthew chapter 12. And let's look at uh, uh, verse 24. Matthew chapter 12, verse 24. For when the Pharisees heard it, they said, This fellow doeth not cast out devils, but by Beelzebub, the prince of the devils. And Jesus knew their thoughts and said unto them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and every city or house divided against itself shall not stand. And if Satan cast out Satan, he is divided against himself. How shall then his kingdom stand? And if I, by Belzebub cast out devils, by whom do your children cast them out? Therefore they shall be your judges. But if I cast out devils by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God is coming to you. Or else how can one enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods, except he first bind the strong man, and then he will spoil his house? He that is not with me is against me. And he that giveth not with me scatters the brawl. Now that's what the devil is doing right now. Satan is very busy, right at this present time. Satan and his angels are at liberty on this earth. Now, according to Ephesians chapter twelve, six, verse eleven and twelve, he's ruling and reigning. He is a ruler of the darkness of this world. He has liberty to move about on earth and at the throne of God right now, according to Job chapter 1, verse 6 and 7. So we know where he's at. We know what he's doing. Now the, third, the fourth question, what is his work right now? He is the deceiver of the world. 1 John five nineteen, And we know that we are of God, and the whole world lies in wickedness. I was talking to a man on the phone this week and he's talking about a preacher that's preaching uh, on TV and, and all a great number of people. And he said, You know what, preacher? I'm praying for his salvation. And he told me who it was. He said, Because that man is no more saved than the man in the moon. But the thing that it got him was he's so stooped, the devil's got him in his throat so much that he don't even recognize that he's not saved. Now, I want you to watch this, please. In 1 John, chapter 5, verse 19, and we know that we are of God and the whole world lies in wickedness. Now, turn with me to 2 Corinthians a minute. In 2 Corinthians. And uh, chapter 4. 2 Corinthians, chapter 4. And look with me, please, in verse 3 and verse 4. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them our laws, in whom the God of this world, now that's the devil, has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. Now what I, what I want you to see here, if you were to try to talk to somebody about the Lord and they just can't see it, I mean they just can't understand it, it's like uh, something's got a hold of them and they're literally blind. Well, that's exactly what the devil's doing. He's got their minds blinded. And by the way, uh, preachers who preach any other gospel except faith through grace alone and the death and the burial and the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ alone is used to the devil. Go with, go with me to Galatians now. Galatians, please. And... Uh, chapter uh, 1 Galatians chapter 1 and I want you to look with me please in verse 6 Galatians chapter 1 in verse 6 I marvel that you are so, so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel which is not another but there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. And though, but though we, pre, we are an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you, than they which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. Now, so we know that there are false preachers out there. We know that there are people that preaching another gospel, which is not the true gospel, and why are they doing it? Because they're blinded by the devil, and the devil calls them to do it. Now go to Second Peter with me, I'll show you something else about that. In Second Peter chapter two, and I want you to look at verse one. But there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you, who privately shall bring in download heresies, even denying the Lord that bought them, and bring them bring upon themselves swift destruction. And many shall follow their pernicious ways by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. I have warned people ever since I've been preaching, ever since God saved me and opened my eyes to the truth, I've been warning people for this one thing. Don't ever trust anybody when it comes to the Word of God. Read it yourself. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Know it from the Bible. Let the Holy Spirit lead you and teach you. Now, it's good to help people. And, and by the way, you can know a real preacher from a false preacher. And you know how it's done? If anybody preaches anything else contrary to this book, they're not a God. It's just that simple. If they preach, for by grace you say through faith and not night shall the gift of God not a works lest any sin. Should boast, and then they turn around and they preach now if you don't do good works, if you don't get baptized and, and if you don't speak in the tongue, and if you don't do all, if you don't do these things, that's works. Works and grace do not mix. You cannot say by grace you say through faith that alone and then add something to it. That's a false preaching. And many a church and many a preacher do that. So you gotta watch what you listen to. Satan uses that. And he also he speaks through preachers uh, many a time. Satan is adversary of God's people. Uh, he causes the warfare between God, good, and evil. Ever since Adam and Eve was tempted in sin before God, Satan has been at work against God's people. Do you ever think about this? Take the worst sinner you can think about. Let's take some down on 7th Avenue tonight. And we can mention all kinds of stuff going on down there right now. In the bars, and the places. And you, you say, the devil's not after them. You know that? he already got them. He's not after them. You know who he's after? Children of God. Save people. Save most you. And you know, he's after you. Satan tried to rend the promised seed of Christ by causing Cain to get killed, uh, to kill Abel. Satan destroyed unity of the human race by getting men to build the Tower of Babel, and the language was confused in tongues. Satan tried to kill the Christ, the Lord Christ himself, by trying to get him to commit suicide when he was tempting him. Satan, though he had one... At Calvary, but Christ rose from the dead. Satan had not given up yet of the world. He's still busy trying to see the world. Now what is his future? Satan still has his access to God and to the heavenlies. But the time is coming when he will cast out, be cast out of the heavenlies and onto earth. Let me show you what I'm talking about now. Right now he's loose. Right now he's working. Right now he's busy for one reason. He knows he's got long. By the way, the devil knows the Bible. Listen to Revelation chapter 12. And I want to begin to read in verse 9. And the great dragon was cast out, that old servant, called the devil and Satan which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength in the kingdom of God, and the power of his Christ, and the accuser of our brothers is cast down, which accuseth them before our God day and night. And they overcome him by the blood of the Lamb, and by the word of their testimony, and they love not their lives unto the dead. Now, what I want you to see, according to these verses, Satan was cast out of heaven, and right now, he's busy on this earth trying to deceive people. Now, there is coming a time, though, that he's going to be, begin, to be, after the tribulation period begins, the war of Satan through the beast, the Antichrist, goes on for three and a half years on this earth. Then Satan knows he has only three and a half more years. His time is short. At the close of the tribulation period, the beast, the false prophet, will be cast alive in the lake of fire, and then an angel from heaven will see, uh, seize Satan, bind him with a great chain, and cast him in the bottomless pit, where he will reign, for a thousand years, and we will rule with Christ here on this earth for a thousand years without sin at the throne of God. At the end of the thousand years, you will be loosed for his season. Now the reason for that is that you, you have to study the dispensations of time to understand that. But in each dispensation, there's seven of them. In each dispensation of time, it ended in tragedy. And what happened is, it proved that every person, no matter what dispensation you live in, you need a Savior. For instance, during the thousand-year millennial reign, perfect peace on earth, children's going to be born. But those children need to be saved just like everybody else. And they have to make their own decision for Christ. And Satan will be loose, and he will tempt those children as big grown-ups then, you think about it, a thousand years are going to be here. And they, they'll be tempted to sin and just to prove they need to be saved just like everybody else. Then, his final doom. When his angels, he should, with his angels, he'll be cast in a lake of fire called hell, which were prepared for the devil in him, him a long time ago. Revelation 20. Now go back, please. I'm going to begin reading verse 7. Revelation 20 and verse 7. I love to study this because I I already know the ending. Like I told you years ago when I used to have to make a book report from from my English teacher, I'd read the front page and the back page. And I'd give a book report on it. Well, I got to already read the back page. I know what's going to happen. Listen to verse 7, And when the thousand years were expired, Satan shall be loosed out of his prison, and shall go out to see the nations, which are in the four quarters of the earth. God, give me God, to gather them together to battle, the number of whom is his sand of sea. And he went up on the breath of the earth, and compassed the camp of saints about. The beloved city and fire came down from God out of heaven, and devoured them. And the devil that the them were cast in a lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophets are and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. Amen. Now, you know what I, tell, what I wrote about that? There you'll spend ages of ages forever and ever and he'll never get out. Now, I praise God for His mercy and His grace. And I praise the Lord for His salvation. And every time I read about the devil and study about the devil, I just want to lead everybody I can to the Lord because I know He's real. And I know how He works and He deceives people. Did you know there's been many a time I've been trying to lead somebody to the Lord. I'd go in their home or or something and uh, you you get to talk to them about the Lord and you see the Holy Spirit working in their lives and that person about to get saved A telephone ring and a dog will run through the house or a cat and a dog get in a fight or children run and play in the house. Anything in the world to distract from the gospel. And you say, what's going on? Who do you think is causing that? It's the devil. And and anything to keep people out of church, it's the devil. Why? Because he cannot stand to see somebody sit on the gospel. You know why? God's made us a promise. Anybody that will hear the Word of God, it will not return unto God's void. It will do its work. And that's why it's so important to get people on the preaching of the Gospel because Satan knows he ain't got long and he's busy. Amen? But it's doomed. Heavenly Father, I pray in Jesus' name that You'll rejoice in the fact that we as human beings are not as strong as the devil. We cannot fight the devil. We can resist him by the power of the Holy Spirit. Well, he's stronger than we are. But there's one greater in us than he that's in the world. And that's the Holy Spirit of God. And he will defeat him every time. And his doom is coming. And we'll be without him one of these days forever and ever. And he cannot tempt us anymore. I pray, dear God, help us rejoice in that fact every day of our life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for being here tonight.